welcome back to or welcome to the Gen Divide podcast. I'm your host, Grace Heiler. And I'm Scott Heiler. <laughs> Today, we are on the daunting but kind of happy episode number seven. Podcast industry experts say that most podcasts, quote unquote, pod fade before they reach this point. So I guess that means we made it. We didn't get faded. We didn't fade. I love it. So, well, actually... We faded a little bit. Took us a while to do this week's episode, but um, the good thing is, is that we will be doing three episodes between now and late next week. We also have a movie review coming and an album review. It took us a little while this week, Grace, but I mean, this is just because we're in the early stages of this. We're not multimillionaire podcasters yet. Yeah. So we're both having to, or I'm do still having stuff. to work. You're still... Uh, honing your golf skills every yep. day every to try day. and become a professional Hours. LPGA <laughs> golfer someday, perhaps. Well, we'll see about that. Who knows? That. I don't know. So, one other thing that's changed, and I can already tell you right now, this is a little different for me, is what? that I don't have the headset on. Oh, yeah. It feels Today a little strange not being able to hear, uh, <laughs> hear it in that format. So, we're going to fix that by next <laughs> week. I gave Grace the headset this week. So she yep. is uh, able to hear what hopefully exactly how you will hear it. And, uh, but nonetheless, mm -hmm. we'll be fine. Hopefully I sound better now. Um, also with the seven episodes, we made you guys a promise that we were going to kickstart our social media on our seventh episode. So we will be doing Instagram, Twitter, maybe. MySpace. MySpace and Facebook. <laughs> Definitely MySpace. Definitely. Mom's waving through the window right now. I don't think we gave them a heads up that we were going to be podcasting. Our no. bad. That's no. our bad. Yeah. We'll make it we happen. Forgot. Again, we're doing this live from the home. So Saturday night. Yeah, that's right. Saturday night live. <laughs> yes. You could call it that. <laughs> you Although could a call podcast it that. is never live. I guess not. I mean, it's not like radio. You said live, though. So yeah, I know. It works. It's not. It's in the <laughs> it's moment. It's not live. But so, we're not editing, so it's similar. No editing. You're exactly right. There's no going back. What is the, uh, what's the topic for tonight, Grace? Um, basically, our topic is clothing. We're going to be looking at clothing trends and like how those trends come to be. Um, so how do we want to start this? Do you want to start giving a little something or I have some things? I guess let's talk a little bit first about what you think... How about this? I'll ask you the question first. What do you think defined clothing trends for me when I okay. was your age? What defined them? Yeah, like as what in... were they? What were people wearing when they were 17 years old in 19, early 90s, late 80s? What okay. do you think is the answer there based on pop culture and what you see mom and dad kind of reminiscing about? Hmm really don't know. Let me think. Um, let me think about the colors. I think, uh, I know I've seen a lot of bright colors. I know that scrunchies were kind of a thing that came from the 90s. And um, I, I just want to say jeans, but like jeans are kind of like always in. Yeah. There were definitely specific. some different styles with the jeans, though, I would say. Yeah. Jeans have... While they have probably since like the 50s or 60s, they've been a staple for teenage kids. 
Uh, I think mm-hmm. they've changed in terms of the style, and we'll talk a little bit about you know kind of what that looked like back in back in my day, back in your day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you tell me. How, what do you want to talk about first on this? I guess. Um. Okay. Well, I did some research. Uh, I actually went on YouTube. This little website called YouTube. If any of you guys know it, it's not quite the MySpace level yet, so you're gonna have to give it some times. But definitely check it out. Um, there was this YouTube channel. It was called Emily Mariko, I think is how you pronounce it. She, she did a great video. But anyways, during her video, she was talking about 2020 clothing trends. And she brought up an interesting point that um, social media, a topic that repeatedly comes up on this podcast, has a lot to do with how styles become trendy now. Because, let's see... Styles used to be controlled by, like, the fashion industry, really, and, like, designers, meaning, like, they would put something on the runway, and then other brands would come up with things that were more wearable, and that's what kind of what was trending. And then now it seems like these influencers are deciding what's trendy, and, like, they'll all do something, and then everyone else will follow soon after. So does that mean we're all about to start dressing like Billie Eilish? <laughs> Or no. Well, I, I don't know. Super. I, she's not. She's not an influencer. So when you tr- say influencer, is that someone? I mean, that's a pop star, right? Are they the ones influencing this? You think? I mean, a little bit, a little bit. Like you'll see them. I mean, just like when they're walking down the street, like certain trends will come from them. Like she mentioned, cardigans, just wearing them as tops. That came from. Um, like Kylie Jenner and Haley Baldwin just wa- walking down the street. But uh, I don't really think Billie Eilish's style, well, I mean, it might come, but probably not very soon. For some. It might fit yeah. for some. Yeah. Well, the um, I, I do always think it's interesting to think back. I like to think that I'm the one that sets all the trends mm-hmm. sometimes. Of course. Of yeah, course you do. Yeah, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but in all seriousness, thinking back on the things that were really like the trends. And again, I'm thinking of it as high school age kids, uh, for me. So thinking from the late eighties into the early mid nineties, kind of what that looked like. Um, and it really, it took a bunch, it, it took a a lot of wild turns I thought in that time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know, I, I definitely think a lot of that was driven by pop culture. Uh, everything from, I think that one of the artists that we're going to be reviewing here as far as an album, I think Michael Jackson sometimes had an impact on that as well as other big musical artists. I think uh, when rap really jumped on the scene, it changed a lot. I can remember in about the sixth grade, sixth to eighth grade, so like middle school age years, everybody wanting uh, starter jackets and a lot of Oakland Raiders stuff all of a sudden became really popular. <laughs> yeah. um, and a lot of that was driven towards uh, a group at that time, NWA, that just became really popular with uh, with everybody. And um, I, I feel like music probably and, and, the, mm-hmm. and the groups and artists that were involved in music had the biggest impact on what we were wearing at any given time. But okay. it was also a yeah. time that, it was so big to watch their videos and MTV was a booming channel at that point. <laughs> and it actually played music and had artists on it all the time. So 
Um, you know, again, I think now that stuff is all bled onto YouTube, like you said, but it also mm-hmm. has opened the door for people that aren't necessarily musical pop stars, but they're just flat out influencers and like, you know, you talked about YouTubers and stuff like that, that are, are kind of getting their style out there and it's becoming a, a trend. Yep. Um, I actually did do, okay. So that video I went mentioned earlier, people in the comments, she w- okay. So she was basically explaining like the 2020 fashion trends. And so people in the comments basically came to the consensus that the early 2000s and the 90s styles are basically just coming back. And I think from what I can tell, they've been coming back for a while. We just keep bringing it in piece by piece. So do you see that? Like it's kind of just repeating every few years? Yeah, I definitely think I see bits in, uh, of that. And I think that's, that happens across a lot of different things other than clothing. We talked about this a little bit with... Uh who is the artist, Niall Horn, mm-hmm. where I felt like some of his music felt like it had influence from bands like Duran Duran and yeah. bands with that 80s sound. And I think that uh, a little bit with Five Seconds of Summer, too, already, I can tell you. And um, But I think the clothing trends do that as well. They, I think they come yeah. full circle. One of the big ones, and a lot of people that are in my generation, and maybe even a few years older and, older and younger, will remember this, but I think it was also really big in like the 50s and 60s, was with your jeans, was rolling them up. Yeah. And there was like a tight roll is what they did. And I would say I mostly remember that in middle school. Probably I think it was completely gone by the time I got to high school. But it's where you would basically roll your jeans over. Anyone from my generation, I don't even have to explain what that means. but Like at the bottoms and the ankles? Yeah, you would roll them first to make them tight. So you would make them tight, and then you would roll them up in that same, in that tight fashion. Does that make sense at all? To where they basically look like they were just completely wrapped around, you know, about where your Achilles is or right above your ankle, but Mm -hmm. real tight right there. Yeah, it was Would like they get... it was like the ultimate tapered <laughs> pant. <laughs> Would they get really like thick right there? Yeah, they'd get really thick. Wow, like you, it took yeah. skill to do this, you know, <laughs> uh, and skill. to do it really tight and to do it really sharp, you know, where it wasn't like a big yeah. bulge of denim down there around your ankles or whatever. And mm. I can always remember, um, you know, when you talk about jeans. My 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 dad wanting to just buy me Sears Robux jeans. So Sears, you know what that yes. is? It was, yes. it was okay. Sears was just a, a department store back in the day. They carried everything from lawnmowers to clothing to everything. Wow. They were like a Walmart before there was Walmart, but with like no food and stuff, I guess. So, or and I'm sure that it's not before there was Walmart because there was Walmart then too. But the um. The, uh, the, those types of jeans were real thick. And so that roll at the bottom didn't work well at all. So that became an issue. And like, I needed, I needed, I needed better jeans and in, in, in order to pull off the roll, the tight roll down there to look like I was in style. Yeah. Because I like to roll mine just because. I don't know. They don't really fit right at the bottom when they go all the way to the ankle. Yeah. So I just roll them like two times. I really don't like it when it looks like really big but at the bottom. But you don't do a tight roll, right? You just roll it. 
Roll yeah. it up. You don't make it tight first and then roll it. No. Okay. Does what I'm saying I by don't... a tight roll make it make sense? No, not really. Like All right, it's... in a second, we're going to make mom go put jeans on and do a tight roll okay. for us. And again, everyone out everyone there gets it. is. And I'm sure it's not even called a tight roll. I have no clue what it was called. <laughs> the one thing that is a uh, downside to this whole deal, Grace, is that I was not at the forefront of fashion. Yeah. Believe it or not. I can't. I can't believe it. <laughs> I was not there. And so, but nonetheless, I mean, I was very much part of the uh, people that followed things. like. But my point being, that was a long way to get to, if you look yeah. back to some of those old pictures in the 60s, early 70s, like James Dean wearing jeans, whatever, you know, they had them rolled up at the bottom. And uh, I feel like that kind of faded away. And then it came back in the late 80s. And I feel like, again, not with that ridiculous tight roll like we have but i feel like i see it every once in a while now too uh almost a just as a, as a as a trend no not the tight roll but just the roll up okay um let's see so i'm thinking about the main places where i've seen fashion that's just purely from like 80s 90s and I was thinking, I should have looked this up, but when what, when did Back to the Future come out, and like when was that? Uh, it was like mid-80s, I believe, if okay. I were guessing. I'd say 85. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. I was just Yeah, I yeah. remember the vest. <laughs> the he had the vest. vest, and for a while, I feel like he had a denim jacket oh, over yeah. it, and maybe Definitely. it had like plaid and, like on the inside. Can't really remember, uh, but If yeah. not, he may have just even had a shirt, like he was layering it with a plaid shirt. Now, that yeah. was Michael J. It? Fox, what and he was at the, the forefront, layers. unlike me. He was at the forefront. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were close behind, I bet. I wasn't too far <laughs> behind. It was like Michael J. Fox, Rob Lowe, Scott Heiler. That's the order it would have uh-huh. went in the late, mid-80s, let's say, not late. Okay. Um, mm. But, I, I, yeah, I definitely think the, the puffy vest like he was wearing there. But I don't know that him wearing that in the movie was meant to be like he was in fashion or something yeah. like that, you know, it may have been even, it, it may have even been more intended to be as a, he's so dorky. Well, he wasn't dorky, right? <laughs> he was really cool, but Yo, his yeah, parents yeah, were, his dad had been dorky and his dad was dorky until he went back in time and came back and rewrote history. And yeah. that's another podcast, but I get what you're saying. The the style yes. was there is 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 relevant again. I just looked up a picture. It is. It's so many layers. <laughs> he did I don't wear like a lot it. Of layers. I don't like the vest either. I think in movies though, you see layers a lot. I've always thought this, yeah. and that's unrealistic, right? Mm-hmm. Who wears that many layers? No and one. rides a skateboard around town. No one does that. <laughs> no right? one. No one did that. Well, I don't think so. That's way too That's hot. disappointing. And maybe this is me being from Texas and, you know, Marty McFly being from wherever he was yeah. from. I don't know where no, that even no happened. No one would grab the back of a car uh, on No, their that happened. That happened. I even tried that. How did uh, it go? I luckily, I held on for just a short time. My brother, I believe, was driving his. He had like a small pickup. Oh, and okay. I could easily hold on to like the tailgate yeah. and do it. So it wasn't uh, just like a random. But I kind of, I, 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 if I remember correctly, I don't think I held on real long. I think I bailed rather quickly because the once you got going a little bit faster than what you could normally go by yourself, 
the skateboard really starts to feel unstable. Every oh, little yeah. bump starts to feel like you hit a boulder in the road. Oh, gosh. And I think I let go and said, not today, brother. So is that a popular thing? Do people like to do that? I never really saw anyone execute that with success, oh, like gosh. just bebopping around town like like Marty McFly wow. did. Did Back to the Future set that in trend, or was that like a representation of the trends? Uh, oh, I think it definitely set the trend. I think just so a uh, quick story here, just kind of on the, the 80s uh, when, when that came out. I can remember watching that in the theater and immediately walking out and saying, I have to, I have to get another skateboard. Yeah. Now, that's, the reason it was another is because that's all I rode. My transportation around the neighborhood was a skateboard probably wow. all through elementary school. For whatever <laughs> reason, me and all my friends, it was a bike. Uh, but it, it really opened the door, I think, to a lot of people riding skateboards again, and it made it kind of a popular, a popular thing, kind of brought a mm -hmm. little resurgence in it. And then just a year or so later, um, the, we went and saw it at Alamo Draft House, right? Me, you, yes. mom, sister, sister. That was fun. As soon as we left, what did we do? We bought skateboards. We ordered skateboards <laughs> online as quick as we could because we knew that that's the way we wanted to get around town. Yeah. Those skateboards well. have been ridden maybe a total of 10 minutes each. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Whenever, I don't know. Whenever we had have people come over, sometimes we'll sit on the skateboards and ride them down the hill. That might be why the skateboards didn't really work out as a good mode of transportation because we live at the bottom of a hill. That's true. You've got, it's like so much work just to get out I of our know. neighborhood. I really wanted to get good at it and be riding around town on a skateboard. I thought that would be so much fun, but it just wasn't reasonable, wasn't. No. logical, Just getting out of the realistic. house was going to be a problem every time. <sighs> All right, so how about this? How about I, I'm just going to run through a few of the things that I remember as being big-time trends in clothing. Okay. And again, this... I feel like there was such a wild range for me, but you were right. Two of the things, first things I was going to pr uh, bring up were neon. There was a yeah, stage yeah. of about three years where neon, er everything was neon from your jackets to your shirts, to your pants, Grace. I can remember <laughs> like, you know what, Zubaz pants or I can't, I, I'm, I may be saying that wrong, but basically they're almost like cloth pants that are a little loose. Yeah. Imagine something that you would practice judo in. Yes. <laughs> yes, and I can see it. The uh, They would be just bright colors. Um, oh, my gosh. So I can remember that being a really big thing, shoes being bright, and then denim all around. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the really big things I can Double remember, denim. I think that was – I can remember it more from middle school and maybe even a little younger, and it was a really big trend for my brother, was acid wash jeans. You know, so it's okay. jeans that yeah. look like, a, hey, at one time they were a nice navy blue, but they've been acid washed for whatever <laughs> reason. And now they're like mm -hmm. faded, but not, you know, like the perfect consistent fade. Um, another thing I really remember is, and this would have been, I was going to try and look up the exact year for this, uh, but I can't remember, but it was a really short lived trend. I'm going to guess somewhere around 8th grade, so late 80s, and it was overalls. Oh, Everyone okay. wore overalls. Okay. Very that much uh, 
brought on. Does it make sense? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've seen overalls. Yeah. You know, mom has a pair. She bought a pair, and I feel like it was because she used to have some. It probably was. It probably point. was. And one of the things that we would do with the overalls a lot, Grace, is you would leave one side undone. Does that make sense? Yes. So you bring them both over I've your shoulder, that. but you would leave one undone, which I have no re- I have no idea other than just trying to look even more casual and chill uh, than the next guy, how that became yeah, a trend. One other thing, know. and this kind of ties to overalls, uh, but also with all apparel, there was a very short time when these guys I'm about to play, and since, again, I think we're okay mm-hmm. with this, uh, mm-hmm. Had a really big impact. Oh man, I lost the, I lost the Bluetooth. Let me see if I can get oh, it back. No. Okay. Let me see if I can get it back. All right. So, anyways, all right. Connected to Bluetooth. That's a good sign. Yay. Here we go. Let's try it right here. Oh, I think I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. Didn't they wear their jeans backwards? They everything wore everything backwards. backwards. Oh, uh. everything backwards. Here, I'm on Spotify right now. I've got Criss Cross pulled up, and <laughs> I want to. Here, I'll show you the image of the two of them. Yes, they've got jerseys, uh. New York Knicks jerseys, but they're really actually baseball jerseys, I believe. One of them is uh, the but. Yankees, but they've got those on backwards. Their jeans on backwards. And then they've got their thumbs then basically in what would be the back pocket of their jean (laughs) doing a nice little pose there. And there was probably like a six-month period where these guys were so big. I can remember going to the movie theater with everything on backwards. Oh, my gosh. Because this got so big for a very short period of time. And it was, and, and one of the things that I really remember that no. overlapped with the overalls, oh, big time. Uh, yeah. So then you would wear the overalls backwards and still yeah. leave one undone. So now you're chill and you're cool, crisscrossed, crisscrossed. Yes. Um, so that was a big thing. Like I already mentioned, starter jackets. Uh, so basically, and it didn't even have to be like the team you really rooted for. Sometimes it was just the most colorful or, uh, there was that period where the Raiders were kind of, everyone wanted a Raiders, yeah. uh, starter jacket. And that's kind of even covered in the, um, there's a 30 for 30 that kind of covers that and the impact that NWA had or yeah. the tie NWA had to the Raiders and kind of the culture scene. Um, a few other things that I remember really well and again not even necessarily tied uh to just me as much but kind of remembering with my brother sunglasses kind of got real big miami vice for just a little while in the 80s yes. impacted culture and everyone mm. wore random colored sports coats but with like uh, <laughs> that sounds fun other like contrasting colored t-shirts underneath oh. them right so you might have like a teal sports coat with a yellow t-shirt underneath it and we all look like that we were about to hop on a boat and go fight crime or something like that you know uh and then shoes i think shoes became a big player this goes back a little bit to the last dance where we learned a lot about the impact of uh nike and jordan signing with nike and the air jordan becoming a thing 
And that really spread across other shoe companies as well. But very much, I can remember, Grace, eighth grade, Nike came out with these Air Flights, right? So just a style of shoe. It was a big, puffy, high top. And they were solid one color. And they were every color you can imagine. So you would go to the mm-hmm. Foot Locker because we didn't buy shoes online back then. You would go to the Foot Locker. Right, right. There would be a wall of Nike flights, and they were all solid. I mean, every bit of them, inside and out, laces, uh, soles, everything would be the exact same color. And it might be like, you know, red, three different types of blue, two different kinds of green, yellow, all this stuff. And I got the forest green ones. Forest green? I have no idea. What prompted you to get forest green? I really don't know. It may have been that it was the only one in my size, and my dad was running out of patience while I stared at the wall (laughs) like it was a wall of, you know, lollipops or something like that. But I got forest green. My best friend at the time got red. Okay. And we would trade shoes in the morning, Ooh. just one. So oh. on my left foot, I'd have like a red shoe. My right foot, a forest green shoe. I'd have forest overalls green. on that were on backwards. And then I'd have like a Los Angeles Lakers jersey on that was also on backwards. Ooh. And if I wasn't in school, I would have had a hat on too that was backwards. But uh, nonetheless, so yeah. all, all different things that kind of came to mind. For me from the 80s now of those are any of those prevalent now for you i mean neon? i guess pieces yeah neon is kind of coming back definitely i i wish that there were shoes that were just like solid colors and it was just like a whole collection of that that would be convenient because i feel like a lot of shoes they have like two colors or, like, neutral, and then they have, like, two other colors, so it's hard to match them with anything. Yeah. And... The closest yeah. thing that I think has really spanned a long stretch there is the Converse All-Star shoe. Yes. I mean, I still see you guys wear them. I still see them just around with kids, adults, everything. And those aren't a solid color because the sole is usually always, like, a gum and, you know, white with a stripe on it or whatever. But the mm-hmm. top, the upper part of it is always one solid color usually. Yeah. I wish there I wish there was just like a place where I could buy stuff where everything was just one solid color. So you could do like the block colors, I think is what people call it. So you know. would wear one solid color? Would you do that? Like everything you have on is lime green? No, probably not. I would like mix and match, but yeah. Just one solid color would be nice. I like it. What about shoes? Are shoes a big deal? Like, do kids spend a lot of money on shoes as a fashion statement? Like, tennis shoes as a fashion Mm -hmm. statement. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like I see a lot of kids now wearing almost like boat shoes and stuff like, you know what I mean? And like casual type stuff. Uh, and then yeah. tennis shoes have, have really gone back to being based on what sport they're in or what they're needing to accomplish with them. So are they more yes. of a tool for what you're doing, you think, now with most kids, or is it a fashion deal? I guess a tool for what you're doing. But if it's like a nicer event, then it's probably a fashion. Um, I know bags are a big deal right now. 
if you get like the Chanel, Gucci, I don't know, whatever the big brands are. That's the thing I I'm assuming it was prevalent with you too, but like these big designer brands that are just so expensive for seemingly no reason and you're just paying for the brand. I find those super annoying. Yeah. I don't under, I don't understand it. Brands are always really big and I think brands is really where the the divide is with 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 like fashion. I mean, you could have two kids in the in the late eighties, early nineties that were dressed in terms of what you see with the eye exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So they have a collared uh shirt on, a pair of jeans, uh and shoes. But one of them is wearing Doc Martin shoes, were which were really big and popular during that time. Uh, something like uh, Jabot jeans and, I don't know, a Tommy Hilfiger polo or whatever. Yeah. And the brand has always kind of been the divide. And I say that every once in a while with stuff I think with you guys is we're paying for the brand that's on it, right? Yeah. So, like, sometimes, like, and we just went through this, and not to divert too much away from the fashion thing, but you just got some new running shoes, Yes. Right. We bought three different pair because they were all free returns. So that's basically like the new way you buy shoes. You get them all in and you return the ones you don't like. Yep. And Nike, the big brand, uh, and two others that were more just like mainstream popular brands, maybe just within running or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think it was pretty immediate in that. I. They were all the same amount. Yeah. And but they there's were? one of them, yeah. They were all, they all cost the same amount, but there's one the one that we decided. I think you're paying for the swoosh, right? With Nike, yes. not the quality of the shoe, and not to say anything about it, Nike has some amazing shoes, and it was probably just more of a fit thing in that case. But I do think that a lot with stuff is, yes. you know, because they're, they're pumping out a lot of marketing. They're backing big athletes. You know, they've got. Jordan, they've got Tiger, they've got all this stuff. Well, they got to pay for that somehow. And I mean, to some degree, you are paying for the brand. Yes, because first it was, what's it called? Ultra? Yeah, Ultra, which is like okay. Ultra with an A, though, at the beginning. Yes. Those ones came first. I really liked them. They were kind of fancy. I feel like they had a lot of padding at the bottom for some reason. And like a guide rail type thing, all this fancy stuff. And then the Nike ones came. I put them on and I ran around for a bit. They were just uncomfortable. I was like, I don't like these. But then Dylan tried them on and she did. She's just like, okay, I'll take these ones. But she's also not running a lot. Yeah. I think she was just so like, was I'll just take like, them. She's, you know. She didn't want to take whichever ones I thought exactly. were the best. That was kind of her. Another note back to crisscross those baseball uniforms backwards. Yeah. That looks like that could not have been comfortable. Like up here. Yeah. With kind of cut into your throat came. a little bit, you know, oh, and then if you think about it, you basically had to button them up before you put them on and then put it on like a t-shirt, but it didn't have the stretch of a t-shirt. So, uh, it wasn't always a great, easy process for a chubby, uh, eighth grade Scott Heiler to, get into his uh, backwards baseball jersey to try and look like crisscross. <laughs> yes. Um, another thing with the jeans, 
what'd you say about the jeans and like the acid wash that's kind of popular where it looks like they were just acid washed like they were once a normal pair of jeans yes another thing that's kind of like that is the ripped jeans which i know are popular now how are they with you uh, I think that was a thing uh, probably more during the time. I think it was a big deal probably in the early to mid-80s. I think uh, musical uh, pop stars kind of had an impact on that again. I feel like Bruce Springsteen, people like that, John Cougar Mellencamp probably inspired some ripped jeans as well as some of those big hair bands like like Van Halen like we listened to um, mm-hmm. last week. And then... And then I think they went away, and then I think they came back in the 90s, and it was more of in a grunge feel, right? So bands yeah. like Nirvana, that kind of blew up that scene, and that, it wasn't even viewed as, like, I think the rip in the big hair band was almost seen as, like, style, whereas when it was related to grunge and stuff, it was supposed to, it was more of just a lack of care. You know, I, I don't care what mm-hmm. I look like, I'm just... I'm just here, and I'm listening yeah. to Nirvana. So screw Nirvana. you. Oh, that's the that thing. The like the shirts that say Nirvana on them, and then also, what's the other band? Is it Pink Floyd? Yeah. Where, like, there's I shirts? I see that I a lot. You know where I see those is Target. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go to Target, I always stroll mm. over to the T-shirts just to see, being a, a uh, T-shirt creator. I will go over there and just see if there's any really fun or cool ideas or anything like that. And I always feel like there's a Pink Floyd shirt. No matter mm-hmm. what year it's been for the last 15 years, there's a Pink Floyd shirt at Target all the time. I used to always just see people wearing them, and I had never heard of it. And, like, some people who were wearing them had, and some people hadn't. It was just, like, a fashion trend, I guess, to have a shirt yeah. that said Pink Floyd on it. It was. That's all it is. It's supposed to be looking cool, like you know what Pink Floyd is. <laughs> So you may have just opened the door to one of the new albums that we have you review now, oh. given that you have never heard uh, Pink Floyd, because I do think you'd like it. I mean, it is really good, but uh, nonetheless. So um, let me ask you this. What do you think in, in 30 years, what will they be saying about the late 20 teens, early 2020s fashion? Like, when you're sitting here and you're all, and we are on our, uh, you know, four thousandth episode or whatever, but I'm not, I'm not even on it anymore. It's you and, you know, mm-hmm. your son or whatever, just, your daughter, just whatever. Just keep continuing. Yeah. Like what that? are they going to be making fun of about what you wore? Let me see. Like what doesn't One seem thing... like it? There was always <laughs> things for me that seemed like. This is ridiculous. Like, why are we wearing so much neon? This doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> um, there's the thing with bodysuits, which are kind of popular now. It's like the they're basically like shirts, but they extend on the bottom. That way you can get like a clean tuck into whatever pants you're wearing, which I think it looks really nice, but they are pretty inconvenient. Like, if you ever want to go to the bathroom, you have to take your... Uh, basically your whole outfit down <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's basically like a one piece bathing suit 
and I guess they're just kind of impractical. They do look really nice. I like the way they look, but you can kind of get the same thing with just yeah. any impractical never lasts. Crisscross was impractical. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about that. You've got to go to the bathroom. You're a guy. You go in there. Your overalls are on your body backwards. <laughs> there's no, there's no easy way to accomplish what you need to do at that point without like almost taking your overalls down to your knees or whatever. Um, yeah. So I always think that things like that that will last a little while, and then it's like it's the, the impracticality of it wins that? in the end. Um, I, think. I, I wonder what crisscross like is that. doing now, and I wonder if um, they are. I think I've looked into this. I feel like one of them kind of stayed in rap, and another one didn't. Maybe went into some other form of art. But uh, I wonder if they wear their clothes backwards still. <laughs> Do you think? I, I don't know. Probably not. If they're, especially if one of them is trying to still do something musical, maybe they want to. Separate when, from that. When we blow this thing up, can we try and get Crisscross on as guests? Yes. To talk about how they impacted Why? fashion. Yes. I think that would be an awesome conversation. I'm sure it's been had a thousand times over as, a, you know, they've been guests on radio shows, podcasts, whatever. I'm sure mm -hmm. VH1 and MTV have done things on them as to that impact they had. Yeah. I didn't want this to turn into a Crisscross podcast. <laughs> Of course. We can save that for a later date. Um, let me think. Oh, I have a question for you. Okay. okay. So, you know, like Stranger Things. That could probably be a nice little episode topic. But for no now, doubt. I'm going to bring it up just for the fashion purposes. Did it kind of bring you back to the 80s? Do you feel like they did a good job fashion-wise of nostalgia kind of? Oh, I feel like they did an outstanding job. I love the show. And not just because it is really well written, very well done. I mean, everything is great in it. But especially like season one, mm -hmm. that was the hook. I mean, it kind of just seemed weird to me in season one. I mean, I was like, yeah. ah, pretty good. Is it three seasons so far that we've had or two? Three. Three. This last one was outstanding. I thought it was great in terms of the story and, and everything mm -hmm. with it. But... And two was good, too, if I remember correctly. But, yes, the nostalgia of um, not only the fashion and what they're wearing. I mean, that is perfect. It is dead on for all of them all the time. It is really yeah. good. But things like the mall, things like, um, you know, isn't there like a uh, carnival or something like that at so, one yeah, point? You know, I, think so, yeah. I can remember that. And, of course, that's still kind of a thing around here every once in a while. Probably won't be for too much longer, but, um, man, I, I think they did an outstanding job. And I think those, mm -hmm. that'll be like a show. That's a good idea in terms of, and you had this idea of just kind of when that fourth season comes out, yep. I think Gen Divide we'll will do something do. fun with that because it is so cool in that it kind of, it's, it is relevant right now. Everyone's watching mm -hmm. it, but it ties back to, uh, the eighties. Yes. What about those shorts that they're wearing? Like in the last season, it was summer. Yeah. So, um... Like short shorts, kind of? Yeah. Yeah, that was a big deal. You know where you can see that change, Grace? And where? again, I hate to tie everything back to sports. Mm. But you can really see that change uh, in the NBA, in basketball. Oh, like yeah. If you, yeah, so if you think yeah. about some of those things we've watched where it's like Larry Bird, Michael, 
or uh, Magic Johnson time frame. So like pre Jordan, pre all this stuff we just watched yes. on the Last Dance, all everyone had those short shorts on, and that was just kind of. I don't think it was necessarily a fashion thing for kids. It's just what their parents bought them, probably. Yeah. But then sometime around. Uh, in the late 80s, it kind of started to change. Part of that because of Jordan. I'd say it took a big change in the early 90s more than anything. And that, a lot of that yeah. was college basketball and the NBA impacting that. And it really, mm-hmm. though, did point out. And I and that was a re- reminder to me from Stranger Things is how ridiculous those super short, almost <laughs> tight shorts I looked. I mean, what were our parents oh thinking? Oh, gosh. I don't know. When we have was, when we have grandma on at some point, we should ask her what were you thinking? Cuz I guarantee thinking? you there's a thousand pictures of me anywhere from the age of you know 5 probably to about 10 or 11 running around in a pair of shorts like that and like a mm-hmm. and like a yeah. collared shirt. Like it didn't make any sense even, you know. <laughs> That's just what we wore. Yeah, maybe when we get our Instagram and Facebook going, we can put a picture of you yes. running around. Maybe that should be the first picture we put up. <laughs> oh when we God. kick this thing off, no. here's Scott Here is. with his short shorts and his collared oh. shirt his, and and a thousand rubber bracelets. That was a really big thing for just, again, a very short time. But I do know that there's a picture of me. And like like these little rubber, almost neon bracelets got really popular for a little while. And my dad was kind of into photography, and he would always make me go like sit in the blue bonnets and take mm-hmm. my picture or whatever. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of pictures, probably of grandma and grandpa's, that would give us an even yeah. better uh, tie That's to all great. this fashion stuff. I feel bad See. even calling it fashion. It's it just like just, the, the clothing we were like, forced on at that point. Yeah. The fashion really <laughs> happened once I started having a little bit of say. And that would have been probably like sixth grade at the earliest, definitely by seventh and eighth. I can okay. kind of remember saying like, hey, I can't wear this anymore. This is not what everyone else is wearing. <laughs> this is not cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it out. But then from there, it took so many turns. I mean, it was really like I went through a phase of kind of dressing like country music singers uh, <laughs> to rappers to yeah. grunge to uh, kind of whatever athletes I might have been watching at that time. Yes. So it was always influenced. And I think that mm-hmm. hasn't changed. Okay. Um, I guess moving forward, because maybe 80s was a little bit where you didn't have control and it wasn't necessarily fashion, I guess. Um, Friends is a show, 90s, 90s area. So when I look back on Friends, or like when we were watching, I didn't even really notice the fashion didn't stick out because I was like, a lot of, most of the outfits I was like, oh, that's really cute. And so it didn't stick out. And then I went back and watched this video recently, and I still thought that. I was like, this just seems like we are bringing back things from the 90s. It seems normal. You know, one of the things I think of with friends that's carried over is more of like a high-waisted jeans Mm -hmm. on girls. Yeah. You know? And that was like, I feel like that may have been a player. and And I'm struggling to picture it now. I'm sure if we Googled Monica or Rachel or Phoebe, we'd kind of see that. And I see that again now. Which I don't understand that why that is is popular. 
Mm. High-waisted jeans. Know. You wear them. Why do you wear them? Yeah. I just really like it high-waisted more, I guess. Comfort? Yeah, it is more comfortable. It feels like they're less likely to fall down at all. I think a high waist is more flattering, too. I know, like, in the 2000s or early 2010s, like, with shows Victorious, that's because that's on, like, Netflix now, so it's kind of come back. Everyone's watching it. But the jeans that they all wore were, like, so low-waisted. It was almost... It was basically at their hips. And I don't think it looks that flattering. And I don't... It doesn't look that comfortable either. That's just like your opinion, man. That's just like my opinion. <laughs> That's just my opinion, man. Yeah, I know. But I understand what you're saying. I, I get mm-hmm. what you're saying. But that I do think that a lot of the styles of that time with friends are kind of back now. You yes, know what I mean? definitely. I wonder how much of that has to do with the... Uh, like the resurgence of friends because of Netflix. You know what Definitely. I mean? And that everyone's over the last several years been watching it all over again. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that, I wonder if some of that has, has driven those fashion changes for kids now. Probably. probably. Yeah. I, you know, for the nineties for me, I mean, I think friends had some impact for me by the time we were into the nineties, I think, um, it was a lot of baggy clothing that was really mm-hmm. popular. Like you would buy pants or your jeans, like almost like, so like if I was in high school and I wore a 36 jean normally, mm-hmm. like that's what fit yes. me. I would want my mom to buy forties. Like they would be mm. huge on me. Right. Yeah. And then you wouldn't necessarily like, uh, and then same thing with like t-shirts any type of shirt, everything was big and baggy. And I'm not sure what drove that. I always kind of wonder back. I mean, obviously, the grunge look was kind of like that. The look in rap was kind of like that as well. Uh, so maybe, the, obviously, those would be big reasons that would drive it. Um, but I kind of, you know, there was a period in time where it was just like everything I purchased was two sizes too big because mm-hmm. you wanted it big and you wanted it baggy. Yes. And I have not seen that come back. Not, not really. I don't know. I feel like, I remember in Friends, Chandler, that was like a distinctive thing I remember him wearing. It was like a button-up shirt that looked like it was many Way sizes too big. Too big yeah. And he would just lounge around in it. Or, you know, just go everywhere in it. I think maybe that's come back a little with girls where it's like just jeans and then like kind of a baggy shirt tucked in though. So I think the other aspect there is like the mass production of clothes and it became a comfort thing to some degree. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, it was just like, well, at least I know it's never going to be kind of tight, kind of short or kind of a misfit in any particular area. You know what I mean? Um, was to just, or, you know, get something that was really big. And of course then, and we're going to do a whole episode about shopping soon. Uh, but we were going to the store and buying all this stuff. I mean, there was no ordering from Amazon or old Navy.com or any other clothing outlet or anything Mm -hmm. like that. You were going to the store and buying it. 
So you had the opportunity to buy the right size and even try it on first. <laughs> yes. But I definitely know that like the oversized was a, a big player for me, yeah. at least. I think there's always been and there's always been or there always will be something trending that's like the purpose is to look like you're comfortable. Yes. Yeah. Look comfortable. But do you think there's any tie there to look comfortable is your excuse and there's some insecurity tied Definitely. to it as well. I Definitely. mean, I can think back for me being a uh, nice way to put it would be I was an offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you know, I had some had some heft, had some extra weight I was yeah. carrying around, as I probably always have in my life. But it was kind of a, a mask for some of that, probably. Yeah. It was like comfort mixed with. I'm not the guy that should be wearing anything tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the great thing about this topic, too, as with so many as we talk about them, Grace, is they will be repeat topics. Like, yes. this needs to come back with other people, and either they're either from other generations. So if you're listening to this right now and you're outside of our two generations and you want to talk about the ridiculous clothing trends mm -hmm. of your high school-aged years... Uh, or you might be in my generation and be like, Scott, you're screwing this all up. You're forgetting this and this and this. Cause I'm sure there's a ton of stuff mm -hmm. I didn't mention on this. Me too. Shoot us an email. Cause we'd love to, uh, we'll bring this back for sure. Yes. Cause I even guarantee you, your mom has more, has more. I yes. mean, because it, I, as with probably always, uh, it's a bigger deal for girls. Wouldn't you mm -hmm. say? Yeah, probably, kind of being yeah. in style and following those fashion trends. Yes. So let's see. You can give us shoot us an email at gendividepodcast at gmail dot com, or find us on Instagram at gendividepodcast. You can go and uh, mm -hmm. Facebook. Just you know, if you search Gen Divide podcast, you'll, you'll find it. I'm sure there's <laughs> okay. nothing on it now as is the, there's nothing uh, on Instagram, right now, but nothing. as will we be. said, seventh episode, I have it's so time. many ideas, we're so many ideas just from this episode. Yeah. We've talked a lot about how we're going to move forward with the social media side. And I think what we're going to kick it off with is I'm going to handle Facebook. You're going to handle Instagram. Twitter's mm -hmm. going to be an afterthought. We'll and everything it. else isn't even going to be a thing. Yep. And then eventually when we have a space other than our, our, uh, our kitchen, which is where <laughs> we're doing this right yes. now, uh, then we will hopefully add YouTube to it too and start yeah. videoing these. Because then I could have actually demonstrated the tight roll for you. Yeah. Again, everyone in my generation is going to know good. exactly what I'm talking about. As soon as we get off of here, I'm going to make mom show you exactly what I'm talking yep. about. We could video it and put it on the Instagram and the Facebook. Yeah, why not? That would be an outstanding mm -hmm. idea. So, um, Grace, what do we have coming up? Okay, um, tomorrow's my little sister Dylan's birthday. I think we had some note on that to give. Can't remember. Uh, no, it was just a, I think is a good opportunity with it being Dylan's birthday to mention you and Dylan's podcast. Oh right, right, forgot about that. So me and my little sister Dylan, we have a podcast called Head Cannon and Loose Cannons, and that is us talking about fictional characters and. Um, I think occasionally we will do like actual people if we ever get to know a lot about an actual person. 
probably probably not someone we personally know. Why not? But Cross I that don't know. Line. I don't know about crossing that line. <laughs> Bring I'm them not, on. Not ready. Be critical. I love it. Yeah. So, anyways, we're going to be analyzing fictional characters, their personalities, their ways, behaviors, and uh, I guess criticizing them a lot, <laughs> giving out, dishing out our opinions on them. Yeah. We have lots of fun segments on that. So go definitely go check that out. Head cannon and loose cannons. So we've also got our movie podcast coming up. We're going to be doing mm-hmm. that one as well as our music review podcast this week. Uh, the movie podcast. We have a guest. We have a guest, guest coming to join us. And we also thought we'd go ahead and tell everyone what it is now. We may put that on social media mm-hmm. as well. It's a very uh, topical, relevant movie for the time. Mm-hmm. We did. From li- we let our guest pick it with a little influence our from movie me. Junior- our movie genius our guest. Our movie genius who worked at Blockbuster Video for several yeah. years. And uh, is probably got more movie knowledge than anyone I personally know. Mm-hmm. He'll be joining us. And the movie is Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. We watched it a couple Yay. nights ago. Uh, I had watched it several times before, including back when it came out mm-hmm. in the late 80s, 1989. And uh, I really enjoy it. Enjoyed the movie, and I enjoyed rewatching it for for this podcast. But we'll have a lot more to talk about that uh, yes. later you, when we get to it. If you would like to watch the movie before the podcast, so you can kind of really be refreshed, or if you just watch it in general, if you maybe like me hadn't seen it before, um, definitely watch that. I think it was four dollars on from yeah. Amazon. Amazon Prime, you can rent it for four bucks, and it's great, right. and it is. I mean, with everything going on in the country right now, it is very topical. It is very, it is a different type of movie, especially over that first hour or so. Yes. I was thinking you and your sister were struggling with it a little bit, but it it is, it, it, it's a, it's a great movie and Mm -hmm. it is almost sad that it is relevant uh, right now. Not almost. It is sad. It's more than sad. More than sad. 1989. And it's something that our country is still dealing with. So be sure you tune in to that podcast. As always, we're going to approach it from the gin divide. We will touch on some of the sensitive stuff as well. But uh, the idea is really to look at that from some of the crazy things going on back in the in the 80s in terms of fashion, music, uh, youth, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll kind yeah. of approach it from that standpoint. We're really going to let our, our guest kind of drive, mm-hmm. drive the podcast. He is the movie that. genius. He is the movie genius. Let's see. Also next week, we have the our album review. If you don't remember, it was, let's see, about a week ago? Yep. Over a week ago. Um, Dad gave me an album from the 80s to listen to. It was Michael Jackson's Thriller. And I gave him a more recent album to listen to. And I gave him Five Seconds of Summer's Young Blood. Young Blood. Doo-ba-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs> So yep. that'll be a good one. So we're going to have three podcasts between tonight and the end of next week. Yes. So make sure you follow us. Yep. Wherever you listen. Wherever you listen. Is so that anything, it? Any final thoughts? Anything before we sign off? Do you want to know how long we've been podcasting? Again, I'm always the one of with course. the computer in front of me. Yes, what would you I guess, Grace? Guess. Give Let's it to see. us. 30 minutes. 55 minutes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Your reaction is that always, was... oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just say that phrase a lot. You do, but it's always uh, surprise. You oh always under guess. 
under guests. I guess uh, that means I'm just that fascinating as a conversationalist. Or me. Okay. Or I'm just it's focused probably, on... It's probably both of us. Yeah. Uh, I've never been right. You've Still, never been right. One of these days episodes. you will because you'll cheat. And you'll, you'll get a timer going on yeah. your phone I'll as well. I'll look at or the something. time bef- yes. as when we're starting. Exactly. So any final okay. thoughts before we sign off for tonight? Mm, I think that's it. Definitely follow us to be in tune for our movie review of Do the Right Thing, our album reviews of Young Blood and Thriller. Awesome. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.